genre. to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we talk about the night our father died in Spider-Man 3, <laughs> one self-inflicting wound minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. <laughs> I'm Andy Nelson from The Next Reel and from the Marvel Movie Minute. And I am Pete Wright, also from The Next Reel and Marvel Movie Minute. Welcome back, guys. Well, we're glad to be back this in this... Uh, interesting fun minute to talk about <laughs> this is yeah. the minute i showed up for i, I the other ones are whatever <laughs> well uh we are talking about minute 113 which begins with uh houseman explaining uh, something about the night that harry's father died and uh ends with uh something moving around mj in the taxi cab, in the taxi cab. don't worry yeah. houseman's still talking to himself just, just imagine he's still talking. <laughs> this is like it's like a good fifty seconds of Houseman in this. Just like straight, nothing else going on. Just Houseman all the way, the yep. uncut, all Houseman stuff all the time. That's right. You know what would be really great is if um, if I had still been in high school when this when this uh movie had come out and i would have been able to be like in a theater class i would have loved to have done this as like a monologue (laughs) (laughs) oh man (laughs) it would just be so absurd i remember one time i did the monologue from can't hardly wait where the 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 uh guy is uh describing the thing about the letter and then uh gets interrupted by the exchange student kid (laughs) And I, I remember I did that monologue and, and someone got it and did the Russian exchange student kid uh, from the audience, which was pretty great. Uh, but I That's would have loved amazing. to have done this. Uh, I, uh, this is absurd. And, um, I, you know, for multiple reasons, like one, uh, uh, what is what is uh, Mr. Paxton's first name again? Uh, Zach? John. John. Yeah, John, Paxton John Paxton is really taking this opportunity to show everything that he has to offer as an actor. And I, I salute him for it. Uh, I can tell that he's trying really, really hard. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, nothing but respect, uh, 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 Mr. Paxton. Um, however, uh, this is, uh, what, what you bring to the table isn't a lot. Um, unfortunately. (laughs) And, um, and then in, in on top of everything else, on top of the performance being a struggle to get through, it's also the 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 logic of the actual story that he's telling. There, there's absolutely no logic behind these w- words. He says yeah. that he cleaned his wound and that the wounds were done by his own glider. And so there is no doubt in his mind that these wounds were not self-inflicted to which I say no, they were <laughs> I to which I say they weren't number one <laughs> they definitely weren't I've seen Spider-Man uh, the first film. they were not self-inflicted 
uh, it was an accident. Uh, yeah. And two, in what universe can that be the only way he could have been hurt by his own glider is if he did <laughs> yeah, it himself? Right. Like, why couldn't yeah. Spider-Man in a in a in a blind rage just grabbed the glider and just stabbed him multiple times with it? I mean, yeah, it, there's so many ways that that could have happened and it not be self-inflicted. It's it's absurd. Like this whole thing is absurd. It made so much more sense when this was Mary Jane because she could talk about it from an emotional standpoint, not about like uh, Spider-Man did not kill him. And I know this for a fact because his wounds told me so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but because like, no, you're you have to understand your father was insane. He tried to kill me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Your the thing that, that, like, uh, yeah. I, it's it's so frustrating to to watch because it so devalues the goblin, right? I mean, it so devalues what that character is by saying that he is like the, the implication is he was somehow suicidal, right? That it was and yeah. and that it completely minimizes that entire story arc by by reducing it to uh to this and and it minimizes the relationship between Spider-Man and Goblin and relation and the relationship to I mean it's just everything falls apart because of this. Again, no disrespect to John Paxton. These decisions were made way <laughs> above your head, man. Uh, may you rest in peace. Just saying, <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention, yeah. it's just it's it's a poor. It's just as bad as so many of the other um, retroactive things that they try to do with this movie, where they try to say, you know, let's okay, it wasn't the 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 guy stealing the car in in. Spider-Man that that shot Uncle Ben. It was the Sandman. And now we have this guy coming in. It's just it's like, you know, Butler X Machina as yes. he's just kind of explaining the story to <laughs> to Harry to catch him up. And it's just and it's so That's a title. Done. Did you just Butler make that up, Andy? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's amazing. <laughs> that was great. That, that was great. Is so good, Butler X Machina. <laughs> Some of you guys seriously that has to go on a shirt with this guy's face. <laughs> Yeah, it's most of the time with this movie, I can either coach other people or coach myself into being like, I mean, just like have fun with it. Like it's, you know, things are goofy and it's fun to watch goofy things. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is as egregious as I think this is the only part of the movie that feels as like story breaking as the uh, discussion with Captain Stacy about um, Flint Marco and the the night Uncle Ben died Mm -hmm. that like. It is the only other moment in the film where I'm like, yeah, if this movie loses you completely and you just like write it off because of this, I get it. Like it's, yeah. it, I can't really defend this thing that's happening. I, I can understand sort of how we ended up here, but you know, the at the end of the day, what's in the text of the movie is in the text of the movie. And this, this part sucks. This yeah. Just- <laughs> Cause like suddenly they're trying to tell us that, Houseman was like Norman's Alfred. Like he knew he was the goblin the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and that like, he was cool with it and that he would help him clean his wounds. And like, I, I just, that's not, that's not who this guy was before he cleaned the house. Like that's what he did. I I don't, he answered the door. He, he got them things. He didn't, he was not his Alfred. Like, it's ridiculous. Like this idea of like, I loved your father and that, and I love you now. And it's just like, I do you. Why? Like what? (laughs) (laughs) 
this is all all of this is just suddenly uh retconned into this movie like it was always that way and it, yeah. and it's not and it's ridiculous you didn't yeah. earn it yeah. sam you didn't earn it not even yeah. remotely the things like it stacks like the things i don't buy as like they keep adding to the pile like no, I don't buy Houseman like cleaning the wounds of what you know the people or whatever, and I don't buy that he was like some sort of forensic examiner who could tell what type of blade <laughs> created what wound. Ridiculous. I, I also I don't buy that like he understands that Harry was trying to defend his honor or something. I don't buy that he extrapolated from there that there's no question he killed himself. I don't buy that he killed himself because. He didn't, and I I don't buy that they have this close relationship. It's like we we have like a stack five, you know, uh, unswallowable pills high before I can get to like the point they're going to, which is, oh, I love you. Your friends love you. Help your friends. I I, yeah. I can in the barest sense I can see the point of the scene. I can see the function of it. I just can't get on board. In order to for the function to function on me to yeah. function, yeah, yeah. Well, there are no. I think I'm a lot more frustrated now that I know because I didn't know that MJ was the one who was supposed to have had this scene, mm-hmm. and it's that much more frustrating to watch this now, knowing that it could have been a scene that actually conveyed the emotion, and instead we have this. Yeah, it's also like uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen the gag reel from Spider Man Three. Uh, well, <laughs> Isn't that what we're watching? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, that would be fun. Um, no, I like today before this minute, I went back and watched it because I remember a healthy chunk of the Houseman stuff in the gag reel, and it's patently obvious that uh, like Paxton cannot get through these lines. Like they they have to be fed to him one at a time. He can't like hold all of the ideas together at once like i wrote down some of the gaffes that are in the uh the blooper reel where he's trying his best he's looking franco right in the eye and he says the blade that pierced his body came from his gilder and they have to stop him and go no john it's a glider they glide on what's that? it's like, like he has no con- like he's, oh, he geez. saw the word on the page and thought it was about like putting gold on something like i don't know he's killed <laughs> so they they try again and he's like the blade that pierced his heart came from your glider and they're like no no sorry john no it's <laughs> it's his glider because the father the father was the one that oh, oh okay okay they go back they do it oh, again that makes me and, feel bad now oh, yeah, we shouldn't be laughing because you guys this is gonna be all of us one day i mean oh, yeah yeah oh. What, would that I could get a role in a movie this big. Yeah. <laughs> this right. like, M- may it take exactly as many takes to get this right when we are that age. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just Ugh. like rough all the way around. This narrative band-aid doesn't work. Mm. And and partly because it's taking so long to happen that I can think about how it doesn't work during the runtime of the film. This isn't like <laughs> like fridge logic where like I get home after the movie I'm like, "Hey, wait a minute. What about how would he know about the gl-? like no, I'm sitting in this for 50 seconds of runtime as he's just Yeah. There's no question. I can't. I can't. 
Yeah, there are just no breadcrumbs. And I think that's the the problem with it. Like they this whole retcon situation that, you know, it, it would work if we had seen Houseman in any of the significant Norman Osborn, uh, you know, bifurcation of personality sequences or mm-hmm. like if Houseman was there at all in any of the previous sequences, maybe we could we could begin to forgive this and integrate it into headcanon. But as it is, it's just balderdash yeah mm-hmm. it's so out of left field like there's there's no way i will buy this no matter how much like leeway i'm giving the film so why would like a casual person just i just why would anybody want to go along with it at this point i don't know <laughs> do, you, do you buy harry buying it do you think he buys it? is 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 uh, you know is james doing a, a fine job of letting it all sink sink in <laughs> I don't know. With his one good eye. With his one good eye. <laughs> one good eye. Not old cloudy eye. I, I don't know. What do you think, Sky? Like, it's just... It's there. They're trying. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I can't. I just can't. It feels like this <laughs> has really <laughs> impacted you. This... Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm broken. I don't... I don't... <laughs> I don't... I don't know what to... Do. I... I it's seen as ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It's it is working at a level that does not uh, uh, befit the level of movie we're supposed to be watching. Um, yeah, this is this is a uh, this is a high school production scene like high school video production scene that you used your grandpa in a scene because you <laughs> needed someone old and. <laughs> Like for a scene, you're like, come on, please, grandpa, just say the lines. And he keeps screwing it up, but you keep feeding him back the lines. And you finally like, get it. And you're like, yeah, good please, enough. grandpa. And, and then you watch the, 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 when you watch it in front of everyone, they all laugh at your grandpa because he's a terrible actor. And <laughs> it was a mistake putting him in the thing. Like, this is not good. There's nothing about this that is good. Um, you, you know, we needed, we needed a scene uh, between the, uh, the fight that, uh, that Peter and, and Harry had with the explosion and this where we actually have Houseman nursing Harry back to health and stitching his face and like yes. <laughs> yeah, we could have yeah. had like the connection there. Yeah. Yeah, I would even I would I would be willing to give them that benefit of the doubt, but there's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how he many scenes did he in... have in the first two films? Uh was it just like um, one? He has like one speaking scene per film, basically. Yeah. And he's never had more than like two sentences to deliver at a time. Um, Like he's in the background of a couple shots in the first movie, but he really only has like one. Okay, Mr. Osborne, and that's it. And then they bring him back. I. To me, this is in in a movie that people complain about being very cringy. This is the most cringy scene in the whole movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is the Michael Scott section. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, like. The movie is just doing something that is so embarrassing that I also feel embarrassed. I didn't make this movie. I just like Spider-Man, but now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed on behalf of the movie. Right. And it's frustrating because he's got like a great face. And the way that he was used in the first two films was like all we needed to convey. This is the butler of a rich guy who's going to kind of go crazy. Like he kind of just conveyed that sense. And, and so I like looking at him. I think he's got a great face for, for what he is doing in context of his role. But yeah, it's just, 
once you kind of get past that and you have to give him a whole minute's worth of monologuing, it just, it just well, doesn't I, work. I, I, to Tough. that point, you know, I, and yeah, in terms of armchair recasting, like I, I have mm-hmm. to think that if they had, like they, they could have redeemed this had they had somebody who could play it. Like if we'd had a Michael Caine as the butler, we, it would have been so natural a fit to actually create a character, a butler character that fits the Pennyworth kind of, you know, aesthetic. Like mm-hmm. I, I absolutely would forgive them that, but we, we have neither uh, a an actor that can carry the weight of the simplest lines uh, and w- that does not inspire a, a great you know chasm to fill of a, a well-intentioned support staff like it just doesn't exist I do think it would be really cool to explore like you know with what we have with Alfred is supporting the good guy and here we have a butler supporting the bad guy like what is that butler like that would have been a cool story yeah, yeah, yeah right interesting there's interesting stuff there, yeah. like the contrast of you know why why you choose to you know follow your uh, personal charge to whatever end yeah. or how you try to rein them back from it or you know uh, what do you do when your livelihood is caught up in evil? Yeah, like there's yeah. there's human stuff that you could do there, but literally he just walks in from like the left side of the frame and all right, this is here's what happened. <laughs> Uh, that well, doesn't speaks, work. I think that speaks to the fact that this was um, a last minute decision because I mean, you have like in Spider-Man two, I believe is where we first have uh, a, a bit part played by Dylan Baker because he's an actor and it's a character that, it, that has the potential to grow and become a more important figure in a later film. Likewise, yeah. if they had actually planned this out and they they knew that there was going to be this big moment with Hausman here at this particular point in the film, they could have cast it all the way back in the first Spider-Man film with somebody who, and again, it wasn't quite the MCU way of thinking yet, but a bit part who would come in for these little moments only to have this big moment in Spider-Man 3. And yeah. I mean, just none of that is here. And I think the fact that it's him doing it speaks to the fact that there was no forethought. Yeah, it's like you can't build the fancy, I don't know, top level of a house if there's no foundation and there's literally no foundation. Mm-hmm. Like this is just. It's yeah, almost I'm, like it's made of sand, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That just yeah. happened. That's good. That's... Sam Gaffney would be proud of that. I'm for. Man. <laughs> Commas are so important. They sure are. <laughs> Commas and hyphens. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like it, there's, it's it's so uh, it's such a like empty void of it's anti cinema basically that there's not even like fun things to talk around the periphery of it. Like we just basically sit in the the poor decision that we're that we're in. Um, I, I like there's. We don't even have like a background we can talk about here. It's just Houseman talking to Harry's face. They got faces. It is this <laughs> this shot reaction shot for fifty minutes is it is even visually uh, like looking at at concrete drawing. I mean, it's just not <laughs> it's <laughs> not compelling in in any way. And and you know the music is just cinematic violin drone. Like there's right. nothing. <laughs> this is white paint. Right. Yeah, yeah. we don't even get uh, we get like a like. 
five seconds of, of MJ uh, just waiting for something to happen. Uh, so, mm-hmm. And that's, that's the most, most interesting thing going on in this minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta oh, say, man. MJ's emoting, and actually, this holds true for when we saw her uh, a couple minutes ago with the news clip. She is mm-hmm. like, it's very flat. Like she's, it's more like, like she's waiting for somebody. She's like, uh, you know, where did she's so you know, bored. Where is he? Why? Yeah, it's just, it's such a weird expression on her face. I mean, I could forgive MJ for being a bit jaded with supervillain attacks. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, really? Again? Really? Like, <laughs> I got the yeah. OG goblin guy. There was the octopus boy. Then another goblin guy attacked me. Now this, this like creepy, like, I'm just over it. I'm yeah. over it. She's <laughs> just like, can we be done now? Can, can this be over? Oh, with, please. Oh, it's the spider suit, but black. That's original. Great. Great. <laughs> Let's do this again. Great. Yeah. I look. I've yeah. got. I've got to be at a jazz club by nine o'clock. I don't. <laughs> I don't have time for this. I've got to. Peter, you've definitely pay rent been speedier. My really <laughs> nice apartment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you've definitely been quicker on saving me before, Pete. I'm, uh, you're losing points by, by the minute. Basically. <laughs> oh, they man. do. They do make a good point of the fact that there are spotlights and and. I, I don't know. I mm-hmm. mean, I know that we've we've joked about it, but I do want a spider symbol in there. And I feel like by the <laughs> third movie, I think that culturally the city would expect a spider sing- signal in there. Yeah. yeah. It's what if any they city do in any to, you know, yeah. call superheroes. Mm-hmm. It's the most yeah, efficient it, way to call superheroes. <laughs> if there's any city in any uh, superhero film that has done more to show their love for their superhero, it would be New York and Spider-Man because right? Sam yeah. Raimi has really emphasized that in his films. I mean, we were all there for that parade, right? Like they had custom merch, like balloons with his face on it, and yeah. everybody, yeah. like you know, had signs and all that. Like you know, some kids got to have a Spider-Man flashlight somewhere. <laughs> all of a sudden um, that seems like a giant miss like i know we're just kind of joking but three movies they never did a spider-man spotlight yeah that's surprising <laughs> um all right well uh i think that's uh i think that's all we got for this one uh but mm-hmm. uh, uh guys where can uh people hear uh more of your uh your brand of podcasting yeah yeah where can we watch you or listen to you yeah, you know, we so we have a couple podcasts. Um, the Marvel Movie Minute is our take on the whole uh, movies by minute. So we're looking at the films of the MCU, uh, which is a daunting task that I, I <laughs> pretend uh, is not there. I don't. I pretend it's not twenty three plus films at this point. Uh, that's the only way I can uh, stay sane. But um, we're, we've done one season. Iron Man is out, and we're gearing up. We've got our hiatus episodes hitting. Uh, uh, right now uh, for uh, our Hulk episodes, which will start uh, coming in January. Nice. And then, and then and, we have another podcast, yeah. Pete. What's well, that one? Uh, we, we do. I'd almost forgotten that I was, uh, that I'm a part of that too, because we have so many <laughs> Marvel movie minute, but the, the, our whole show started uh, back in 2011. Andy and I have been doing this for, 
this movie podcast thing and uh, that is mm. called The Next Reel at thenextreel.com and um, it started as just uh, two film lovers and broadcast professionals talking about uh, the movies that we love and it became its own little network and now we have uh, our regular show which goes live every Thursday and we have uh, a number of other podcasters that join us and uh, talk about their own takes on movies in our Tuesday shows. Uh, and we've got some members-only shows that go live on Saturday mornings for uh, those who support us over on Patreon. So we've got kind of a whole thing going on over there at thenextreel.com. So that's nice. where you can Beautiful. find us. Yeah. All awesome. right. That's great. Uh, well, everybody, check out uh, check out that stuff. Um, I was on the Iron Man season, so uh, maybe that's yes. a good uh, starting point if you uh, looking for a place to check it at, check out. Um, uh, go uh, go check out Iron Man, uh, the Iron Man season of uh, Marvel Movie Minute, um, and uh, where I guessed it, um, I think that was during uh, there was some garage stuff uh, happening. <laughs> tinkering, <laughs> yes, yeah. There's a lot uh, of tinkering going and, on in that and film. Pizza was pizza also involved? It in was. Week? Pizza yeah. was very mm-hmm. problematic. I think. Yes, it was. Ooh, very serious. Yes, I remember <laughs> yeah. that. Um, yeah. So, uh, so look, look for that uh, over there, and uh, we'll uh, we'll go check out all of that stuff, and we'll be back tomorrow with minute uh, one fourteen. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>